With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> What the fuck is going on? <laughs> oh, this is so weird. This is so weird. That doesn't bother me because I can put the intro in later on. But that's that's just concerning for the rest of the show. <laughs> I'd be watching it if it was going live. It's like, all right. And go. And go. <laughs> Welcome to Newsport, the show that follows the internet for news. Our first is in your channel direction. My name is Matt, and him over there is Adam. Hello. Hello, and this is episode number 281. And got all sorts of stories going on today. Like like uh, what, Matthew? I don't fucking know, Adam. I can't remember, because we spent the last 20 minutes just trying to get the show going. I know, and I was high. It's not even your fault. So we've, just, we've just seen that we just hit and record. On this has, uh, has, has you know everything's just going like no no we're not having that today. Yeah, it's, it's major uh, technical difficulties, isn't it? I have yeah, fucking I'm trying, to, and I'm trying to new mic set up, and you're having difficulties with your computer, and uh, you know, yeah. just, just all that jazz. It's just it's, it's, it's just running slow. I thought ah, this needs to be restarted. It is not. It yeah. did not have his coffee yet. I said, why? I've been up all night. He didn't turn me off. I said, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> quick snooze, snooze, snooze. Quick snooze, snooze. That was fun. Yeah. So, uh, so how's, how's your week been? How's my week been? Uh, yeah. I had, uh, I had the COVID. And then straight after the COVID. COVID. Yeah. Straight, straight after the COVID, I had to go to work. And... Yeah. Which was helping out with the panto, uh, mm-hmm. pantomime for any non-English Irish listeners, is a it's like a, a Christmas show. We've done, we talked about it before a Christmas show, ba- usually based on some kind of fairy tale, but done in the style of, uh, like the Zucker's, you know, like Airplane or Mel yeah. Brooks kind of takes the piss out of stories. And uh, yeah, I had to go on stage dressed as uh, Peppa Pig. Nice. Yeah, a big giant pepper pig. And nice. then straight after that, after the, the three what, three days there, I had to take down the set and yeah. put it all away for the next few days. And I was nice. in agony because we went there drinking on Sunday. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it, was, it was hard work. 
I don't want to sound like your mommy, but you've only yourself to blame. I know. I was just like, I was just like well, did you know you were taking on set? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, and it was good when we were in the theatre. Like, all the, the theatre crew were helping us. So I was like, yeah. oh, jeez, it's just it's, it's falling down. This is great. But then when I got to the Aiden store, it was just the two of us. And I was like, ah, everyone seems so much heavier. What is that? It's like, there's only two of us, isn't it? Oh, God. It's so heavy. That's a foam pig. Oh, God. It's, it's, what's in this? Lead? It's really, really heavy foam, though. Is it like a it's like a dance home? No. Oh yeah, you can feel it. Yeah, you can feel it. <laughs> and then yesterday we were back into the park having a meeting about how the Christmas gig went. Oh also yeah, the... and how did I meet and go? Uh, how yeah, many times was... was I mentioned by name as being best Santa? <laughs> Four. Uh, oh, but oh. it was <laughs> yeah. That was me just going. Matt's good, isn't he? What? We're talking about the lights. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Matt's good, isn't he? Does he want to gig next year? I think he does. <laughs> he wants it all year round. <laughs> yeah. you know, He'll be Santa like, any time you like. Just give me like 12 days a month and I'm happy. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was, it was more about the path and what we could do to change it and the design of it and all that kind of stuff. Okay. But it was scratch. It's okay. Yeah. So what you're saying is that I wasn't mentioned as being amazing? Except for me just kind of throwing it in random points. Nah. Yeah, and did anyone like stop the meeting to agree with you? Uh, first time we did it, it was kind of good with a kind of a oh yeah, and then the other three times was would you shut up? And uh, so I stopped uh, it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, look, next time just just try harder to, okay. to get me mentioned. I think I, I think a poster um, or a t-shirt says it can be like twenty four seven, or you know, just 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 like a mounted plaque. Would be nice oh, somewhere in the park uh, to to commemorate my efforts. <laughs> just, just of you. It's like who's just that guy? Me. Is that Mister Tato? No, that's it's a guy <laughs> called Matt. <laughs> oh, what did he build this place? Yeah, <laughs> that's less embarrassing. Yeah, well, he, <laughs> he he didn't really brick and mortar build the place, but you know, spirit wise, he definitely built the park. <laughs> Oh, and is he dead? No, no, he's you'll see no. him next year, hopefully. No, he's he's over there in the corner taking a picture of his own plaque. <laughs> he's gonna get chips later. You can talk to him then. Uh well I spent my week um being a really grown up forty two year old and building a two and a half thousand Lego piece of the Ecto one car from Ghostbusters. Two and a half thousand pieces? Yeah. God, how big is it? It's, it's it's bigger than a lot of dicks. I'll put it to you. Uh, <laughs> wow, four inches! Yeah. Holy shit balls! It's three. It's it's nineteen inches long and like eight inches high. Fuck. But it's got all the bits in it. It's, and like, see, I wanted I wanted something that was going to keep me busy. Yeah. But also it was like a Christmas slash birthday present to myself because it was like I want to want something like big and you know yeah yeah like yeah detailed and involved and uh, so yeah so like it's like I had to build the engine the engine has like working fan belts and everything in it ah uh, but, cool but, I didn't really get that from the pictures the bonnet, you know, 
you're never going to see that. And then it's from the new film. I don't know if you've seen the new film yet. No. But, but it's from the, the side new door film thing. where it has the side, it has the gunner seat. <gasps> uh, like, like a gunner seat comes in and out and it's all like worked on like little levers and contraptions and stuff. It has oh, the God, mini that trap cool. that's on the, that's the, the radio control trap that's on the wheels. Um, all the bits and pieces on top, all the antennas and the sirens, everything works. Like everything is connected and everything works. And, you know, it's amazing. It took me, all in all, it took about 10 hours to build. Jesus. And I had to stop midway through because a piece was missing. Ah. Uh, what what piece was it? It wasn't a wheel, was it? It was like, a, it was like, no, it was, it was a, like a, just like a flat tile piece, like a white piece missing from like the bonnet of the car. So it was like, well, I can carry on without it, but like, you know, because there's a lot of stuff that's like kind of within the build, which doesn't really need to be there, but I get why it's there because it's part of the whole experience. Yeah. But, you know, if it was one of those pieces where it's like, well, it's going to be covered up inside the engine, it's, you know, I don't really care. Yeah. You know, I could have moved on, but it was like an aesthetic piece from the outside. So I had to wait for that. But if you go on the Lego website, they just send you out whatever pieces you're missing for free. The problem is that you have to wait seven to nine weeks for it. So I just went online and bought a piece for 15 cents. Oh, nice. And uh, yeah, so that's that. been it's my nice. thing. Yeah, like it's sitting there in front of me. It's like it's it's like everything works. And also I, I ordered a set of lights for it so I can get LED lights so I can make all the lights work. That's... However, I'm going to be very upset now if I have to take it all apart. To put the lights, lights in. <laughs> you figured out. Very upsetting. You figured out. You figured out the like. If I just took from here, take from here, take from here, the whole little come off, and that's perfect. Yeah. That, that works lovely now. That's perfect. Or I'll realize that it's too much effort, and I'll just send it back to Amazon for a refund. No, no, do it. Do the lights. Make a video. No, but, no. Yeah, I know I'm going to be annoyed because obviously, because I ordered everything from Amazon. So obviously, the Lego came from the Lego store on Amazon, but the lights came from the Lego lights shed in China somewhere. So that they still haven't arrived. Ugh. So, you know, they'd arrived. And also, when I, only when I ordered the lights did I realize that you have to separately order the instructions. Why the fuck would you have to separately order the instructions? Uh, God, how do you figure that out? Like, for me, I, know, I get the lights. I know, and I know I'm going to get the lights. I know I'm just going to get the lights, and they'd be like, "Ah, oh, effort! Just send it back and get a refund." Uh you know, uh, and then and then put the money that I've saved towards, you know, the four thousand piece Batmobile I want to get. No way! Oh yeah! Ah uh-huh. uh-huh. See, all I instantly think of is uh, Spider Man. And you oh, build a Death Star? It's like, oh, cool. How many pieces? It's <laughs> like a million pieces of Death Star. We're like, everything in there. like, wow. Yeah. But how many pieces for the Batmobile? Uh, 4,000 pieces. So, oh. like, but like, it's it's everything from like, there's like, you always get like extra pieces. Yeah. So, it could be, it could be a piece that's like that size, which is tiny. It's like the size of like a baby's fingernail. Yes. Or, you know, just like a bit like that, which is like just like a bit of like tubing, or yeah. a big plastic piece, like 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 the windscreen for for the car is like you know bigger. <laughs> it's you should be a teacher. 
This this is big. This is small. Dude, this is chemistry. Yeah. 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 We can only know how close I actually came to sending off an application for to be to to study teaching in university because I'm at that I'm at that point now where it's like I have to decide what what I'm doing with myself because I can't keep riding this COVID wave much longer. So uh, uh, that's the of courses and <laughs> it really is fucking vaccines. So uh, I have a choice now. I can I can go out and get a job. Or I can go back to do what I was doing, which I'm not going to do that, or I can go to college. And there was uh, yeah the option there to go back as a mature student for teaching was there. Ah. But you know me, you know I hate kids, so. Uh, not really an option. I mean, they'll be a good teacher. Like they, they would learn stuff. They probably just wouldn't enjoy it. Which is, uh... <laughs> I know what a great teacher be. I mean, I'd, I'd I'd be talking. It's kind of up to them to kind of embrace it and you know take yeah, notes. Yeah, I'd, I'd pretty much take the university approach. You know, they they could have tablets and laptops open to take notes. I don't care. Well, I'm just gonna give. I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm give the, the lesson plan. <laughs> What's your laptop? Well, then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> open up the finger painting app on your iPad and fucking leave me alone. <laughs> Who can draw the nicest pair of tits? I'm also, I can, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I was, yeah. Even me, I don't think I'd make that mistake. <laughs> uh, also, because, you know, if you're four, your interpretation of tits is, is not great. It's like dinner, pretty much. It's dinner two years ago. Not even that. Just, just me, like, artistically speaking. Like, like, I don't understand what kind of uh, version or you know interpretation artistically they're going to give of tits, you know. Uh, uh, oh God! Interesting. I mean, if, I, if if I'm going to put kids to work to uh, provide me with pornographic material, I think I'd, I think I need a different approach. Yeah, so it's almost like we're doing a web search, <laughs> like. I just pick any any phrase you want, any phrase, any word in the pops into your head, and just put porn after it. I'll write something on the board, porn. There we go. Uh, so any word you want, and put that after it, and go search. Let's see if you get the best thing. And give teacher a boner, huh? Give teacher a boner. Huh? <laughs> if that's not the t-shirt I'm wearing on my first day, I've already lost. <laughs> uh, woo! Oh dear. Anyway, will we go and do a show? Uh, yeah. Let's go do a show with some weekly weird awards. News. That's it. That's all we need. Okay. So, first story. Face masks apparently make people more attractive, according to a study. Uh, images of men wearing a blue medical face mask were perceived as being the most attractive. It's just because it hides the <laughs> ugliness um, of the face. Yeah, if you have like bad teeth or bad, if you, if you've got like pretty eyes, then a mask is definitely yeah, going to help because yeah. you just kind of go, "Hello, all right, yeah." All right. Or maybe it's like people see, oh, it's a doctor. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a doctor. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how many times I've just been walking through Aldi and somebody's been like, Doc Curtin, I'm like, no, no. <laughs> I, I can see where you're getting that, but I'm not. I'm not <laughs> it's an easy mistake to make, but um, no. Unfortunately, I'm not licensed in this territory. <laughs> That's about like, the shade of blue. What, what, why that shade of blue? Maybe why, why? Makes the eyes pop, I don't know. But um, why don't you just keep them all white? Well, like, let's have a look. Uh, there have been previous few positives during the COVID pandemic, but British academics may have unearthed one. People look more attractive in protective masks. Also, this is what annoys me about scientists, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of instead of getting to the bottom of what we can do about the pandemic, they're looking at face masks going, you want to do this person? Based on whether they have a face mask or not? Uh, researchers at Cardiff <laughs> University were surprised to find that both men and women were judged to look better with a face covering obscuring the lower half of their faces. It's not, you know, it's it's not surprising. You know, there's an awful, awful lot of ugly people out there. <laughs> and life has become, you know, more bearable for many reasons, but also because we don't have to look at these ugly people because now they all have to cover up. Yeah. And I say they because I, I obviously don't include myself in that because I'm stunning. <laughs> How would we? Hello. <laughs> God is. I don't know. I mean, look. I mean, my line of face masks that has my face on the mask is flying off the shelves on Amazon. <laughs> Straight in the bin. There's <laughs> whoosh in the bin. In the bin. In the bin. In the incinerator. Uh, <laughs> in what may be a blow for producers of fashionable coverings and the environment, they also discovered that a face covered with a disposable type surgical mask is likely to be deemed most appealing. I think that comes down to the fact that um, the disposable masks are, by their very nature, disposable. So people will perceive them as having only been worn once. So they're more hygienic. So they're more, you know, less likely to be, you know, part of the, the spreading of the virus. Whereas, you know, the reusable ones. Yeah. I mean, how many people are really putting those things in the washing machine? Well, you, you know I am. Oh, I know you are, right? But, okay. Well, let, let's let, let, let's take you as one end of the scale and me on the other. All uh, right. So I think I've actually... Uh, mine lives in my pocket, you know. I have one that lives in the car. Um, I have I have many masks in many places, you know, for convenience. Because if I was left up to my own devices to use a disposable one, yeah, the disposable one would be used until it became threadbare. You know, well, yeah, I mean that happens. Well, the perception I think is that uh, the disposable one is cleaner and only used once. So maybe it's the whole thing of, oh, hey, you know, this this person is a, is a clean, responsible person. Yeah, as it's opposed like you, to this person is ugly underneath. It's like you can almost see their underwear. It's like they're clean. Yeah. They've showered. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's also it's it's also going to help ugly people to get um, touched sexually to do the sex to do the sex. Because here's the thing, right? Is that we we tend to judge whether we would want to touch somebody's genitals based on what their face looks like. Uh, Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if more people are, are are seen to be uh, attractive because of the face mask they have on, 
there's, there's ugly people out there with probably disgusting genitals just getting touched all over the place based on the fact that they have a, a blue face mask on. <laughs> I, for one, applaud it. <laughs> I encourage it. Cut up the ugly so you get touched sexually. Yeah. You know, it's it's it's, it's like if, if you go to visit somebody in a nursing home and you see two old people who have, like, you know, formed a little relationship and like, oh, isn't that nice? They found each other. It's just like, yeah, I don't have to think about that anymore. So it's like an ugly people under face masks is the same thing. You know, it's like, oh, look, they found each other. <laughs> you know. <laughs> just shouted across the street, good for you, ugly people. What? <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Look at them. They're, look at them. They're living just like the rest of us. <laughs> don't shout, just get them away. All right. Okay. Here's a cookie. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> it's like watching, uh, it's like, like watching really like terrible TV from the nineties, just just trying to address gay relationships. Oh. You know, it's like, oh, look at them. One gay found another. <laughs> all is right with the world. Yeah. Oh. Isn't it good that you're spreading? Sorry, what? You know, like like a disease, or, or is that what is that what you are? Is that what you are? Yeah, yeah. Good for yeah, you. Yeah, Good for yeah, you. Yeah. Like, 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 like a disease or a pox. You <laughs> pick one. Yeah. Enjoy your short life together, and then enjoy your life together in hell. Is isn't isn't that how it works? Yeah, yeah. Good yeah, for the gays. Yeah. Good for the gays. Yeah, doing send, doing your thing. Send us a postcard from a horrible gay hell. Um, that's disgraceful, Adam. I, I, I don't condone that kind of language at all. Dr. Michael Lewis, a reader from Cardiff University School of Psychology and an expert in faces. Oh, fuck off. Expert in faces. Uh, said research carried out before the pandemic had found that medical face masks reduced attractiveness because they were associated with disease or illness. This, again, is my problem. Who funded the study to find out how attractive face masks were on people before the pandemic. It, well, but that's just a study of attractiveness and um, symmetry and what people find attractive. I guess it helps with cosmetic surgery and all that kind of stuff and like what yeah, you aim for like, to fix a face. But there's very few people walking around out there like Tom Cruise and Vanilla Sky where his face is so mangled that he's got this prosthetic thing on and yeah. people are like, oh my God. That's so jarring. Like, somebody had to fund the study beforehand so that they had a comparison for the pointless study during the pandemic. I'm guessing that it's like every scientific study has to go before a board for, for funding. So I'm guessing that they either exaggerate mm-hmm. or, um, you know, kind of say something that they're not studying just so they know. So if you mention, uh, you know, sexual health, or mental health, mm-hmm. or uh, you know, something like cancer. So you, you'll totally get funded for that. So, so just kind of mention that mm-hmm. it could, if we do attractive some faces, it could lead to some kind of study in skin cancer. Like, mm. Mm. okay, and it's like, so See, we should give like five hundred, five five hundred grand to a million. Go for a cool million, cool million, cool million. So what are you doing? Uh, we're just looking at pretty people <laughs> and going, what do you eat? Yeah, yeah. Like, to me, you see, and, and this is why like, so many people go, oh, how come anti-vaxxers just don't follow the science? 
this is why. This is why people have a problem with science. Because <laughs> last week we had a story about a psychologist who was getting hamsters drunk. Right? And now we have a study of people finding out how attractive people are under face masks. It's not like yes, it is science because it's studying and you get results out of it, but it's not it's not important science, is it? No. Well it's funny is it's how attractive someone is by the amount you can't see them. <laughs> yeah, what which look, the study is. Do you find them attractive? I embrace that face? because exactly. people like me come out on top of a study like that. So I you know, I I embrace that kind of thing. You know, I'm all for it. But it's not important. Like of all the of all the things to study during the pandemic, you know, we have to come in with how attractive is somebody with a face mask on. And not only that, but then it gets detailed. It's like, well, it depends on the kind of face mask they're wearing. Yeah. And what are you comparing it to? Is well, like, comparing it to how um, attractive people were before the pandemic. Ah, but like, is there an extreme, like you know, uh, like a burka? So what? What uh, Boris Johnson calls uh, post boxes because he's uh, uh-huh. he is woke. <laughs> I okay, no, I'd love to have him on the podcast just, just just for a bit of comparison. So if anyone ever listens to us, be like Jesus, they're they're so fucking antiquated in their in their views and their language. Gone, <laughs> yeah, get a load of Boris. He's coming on. <laughs> yeah. on a have you met Boris? <laughs> I mean, at least, at least we we know we're taking the piss. That man says yeah. he's going. Like, Holy shit! He said that. He said they should all burn in hell. Oh, but he's just, he keeps getting away with it. You know, he just there's, there's no reason for him to stop. He keeps getting away with it. Anyway, uh, this like this doctor goes on to say we wanted to test whether this had changed since face coverings became ubiquitous and understand whether the type of face mask had any effect. It has no scientific bearing on anything at all. Our study suggests faces are considered most attractive when covered by medical face masks. In that case, faces are not attractive. Uh, yeah. Um, this may be because we're used to healthcare workers wearing blue masks and now associate these with people in caring or medical professions. At a time when we feel vulnerable, we may find the wearing of medical masks reassurance, reassuring and so feel more positive towards the wearer. But I would argue that's bollocks, because by default, we all have to wear them now. And yeah. we all know that I'm not the most caring person. So, <laughs> you know, it's given, so, out, it's given out mixed messages if I turn up to a COVID ward in any kind, in any kind of mask. Yeah, that's exactly that's, you know, I was about to say. Because it's obviously not focusing on physical attractiveness. It's focusing on... Uh, almost the, the type of person you are. If you're wearing a medical mask, it shows that you're possibly uh, caring, uh, you care about the people around you, that means you're going to be like a good partner, all that kind of stuff. So it's not about your physical attractiveness, it's about your, hello, hello, yeah. Mr. Daddy, or whatever, <laughs> Dr. Daddy, can I call you Dr. Daddy? <laughs> no? <laughs> well, you definitely can. Call me Dr. Daddy. I'm Mechanic Frank, all right? Fuck off. <laughs> Uh, you know, somewhere in the world there is a doctor whose last name is Daddy. Yeah, D A D I. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doctor Muhammad Daddy. Uh, here we go. The participants said those wearing a cloth mask were significantly more attractive than the ones with no masks or whose faces were partly obscured by the book. This also could come down to kind of political views as well. Is that if you if you're so like if you're against masks or vaccines or whatever, then you're obviously not going to find somebody in a mask attractive because the whole thing is, oh, they're 
the sheep or they're at this or they're at that. Yeah. And yeah, if you're yeah. the opposite side where, you know, you're for vaccines, you're for masks, you're for all the preventative measures and the treatments. And obviously, if you see somebody walking around without a mask, you instantly turned off and going, who does like just put a fucking mask on? So I think it comes down to, to that thing of it comes down to like social acceptance, maybe tribalism as well, where it's like, well, that person's wearing a mask. So, you know, they obviously think and feel the same as I do. Yeah, I wonder what it would be a thing uh, where people would actually end up being attracted to like their kind of, what do you call it? Genitals. <laughs> like their type anyway. So if you're yeah. if you're attracted to a particular type, you'll you'll you naturally gravitate towards that type anyway. Mask or no yeah. mask. Yeah. I guess the mask well, is like it a seems like thing. It's it seems like I should be a doctor in one of these studies because I just said it and now it's appearing in the paragraph. The pandemic has changed our psychology and how we perceive the wearers of masks. When we see someone wearing a mask, we no longer think that person has a disease and need to stay away. This relates to evolutionary psychology and why we select the partners we do. Disease and evidence of disease can play a big role in mate selection. Previously, any cues to disease would be a big turnoff. Now we can observe a shift in our psychology such that face masks are no longer acting as a contamination cue, but I suppose more of a prevention. So there you go. I am a psychiatrist. Yeah. You can call me Dr. Daddy if you want to. <laughs> I will definitely not be doing that. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not going to be happening. Okay. I am short for the crack. I go no, on. no, I will not be doing that. What, what if I get you? I'm not doing that. That is Dr. Daddy. That's Dr. Daddy. Uh, just means you have to explain it all the time. Which I know. Yeah. Who's Matt? Why is Dr. Daddy? Why is Daddy spelled D-A-D-D-Y? I don't know. He made it for me. I don't know. This is the material. It's so good. I sleep in it. You sleep in that teacher? Yeah, well, I do. Yeah, it's weird. I, mean, <laughs> I wouldn't be skimping on the materials. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Fruit of the loom, man. Fruit of the loom. <laughs> you can do a little bit better than Fruit of the loom now. Thanks, man. Uh... Okay, next story. Next story. Israeli woman sues after unwittingly inspiring a sex doll. Instagram model Yale Cohen Aris says Chinese company is marketing a life-size sex toy with a head on it, using her name and with details right down to the beauty mark on her lip. Now, I've looked into this story a little bit more. Yes. Right. And, um, well, if it's true what she's saying, and we no reason not to believe her, I suppose, because like the story is at least you know this has been reported for for a week or so around different places on the internet. Yeah, and uh, no reason not to believe her. But if it, if it is true, it's no longer available on this Chinese company's website. Ah, so you think she won? Like, so not won because like Chinese companies are famous for just like ripping off whatever. People's likenesses, you know, um, patents, designs, technology, you name it, they'll just rip it off because China doesn't have the same laws as everywhere else. So yeah. it's like, yeah, we'll rip it off. What are you going to do about it? You know, there's nothing they can do about it. Um, so I don't know why they would have changed it, you know. I just, but apparently it's, uh, 
it was it was it was like her like all the way down to it. Now of course if we scroll down there you can see the sex doll on the left of the picture and that's her on the right. So the similarities are right. Well, yeah, know? but But then again, like the doll also just looks like, you know, a generic kind of like if if you went searching on the internet for like stock images of a uh, businesswoman, you might just get that same image. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, however, it looks very real. But uh, what uh, the she thinks yeah. it's definitely her because of the the name and the little beauty spot on her lip. Yeah. So apparently, we we we'll, we'll look into her. But apparently, yes, she was she, she was she was made aware about it in 2019 by one of her Instagram followers. Now, one of her Instagram followers going, "Hey." um, I was off buying a sex doll, and look, they have your, they have you on it. So I might just buy you as a sex doll, and fuck you. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I mean, like, because I know the sex dolls you can, you know, have made to order. If you're willing to pay, you can say, mm-hmm. oh, can you, you know, make it a certain height, make it this size, uh, put a beauty spot somewhere, and yeah. call it whatever. And yeah, ship that to Danny me. Matt. Ah, no. And just, uh, uh, so maybe that's it. It's just like, uh, oh man, I, I, I just, I'm so tempted to get one made up in my image and just send it to you. Sex on your image. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah. Right down to my beauty spots. <laughs> um, Israeli Instagram model, uh, Yale Corin Cohen Aris says a sex doll has been made. Uh, without her permission, with the likeness so accurate that it includes a beauty mark right down just below her lip. Uh, she told the UK's ITV television network, because uh, I think she was on this morning with Philip and whoever else does it. Good. Uh, the doll even shares her name. So the doll, the doll took her name as Yale as well, if I'm pronouncing that right. Y-A-E-L. Um, it's being promoted on life using her real life images of her as well. Chinese company Iron Tech Dolls markets top-level sex dolls that come with an internal skeleton and detachable heads that can be switched. One of the heads it offers along with a life-size doll is called the Yale and has Cohen Aris's dark hair, facial structure, eyeglasses and beauty mark. It's not just about the beauty mark in my name because sex dolls are, are, are still just dolls and there's limits to how much they can look like a human being. But once it was connected with my identity and image and videos and social media, there is no mistake here. So I take her point. In yeah. That, in that kind of before this was like, oh, it looks like me, but, you know, it's a doll. So, you know, if you try and make a doll look like me, it could look like a hundred different people. But when it's connected to her videos and her likeness and her social media, then it's like, yeah, this is yeah, yeah, this is yeah. a doll. This is, this is me in a doll. This <laughs> is a doll. Um, I don't have anything against the sex doll industry. The problem here is they did it without my consent, without my knowledge. It's doubly wrong because it's connected to my identity. It's not just a doll that looks like me or inspired by me. They never hid the fact it's developed from me. So that's her Instagram image there on the screen, uh, yeah. which looks a lot more like the doll than her kind of Zoom picture y- there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. That's very pretty. Um, so here we go. Uh, the IDF veteran computer programmer has sought legal action and is demanding that the company remove the item. She said she would not agree to leave her head on the market if offered a percentage of sales. So, yeah, well, so like, I, it's, it's very, it's like, the skeptical side of me was like, 
She's doing this so she can get some money, but she's not interested in the money. Um, her Instagram account is now over 1.1 million followers. It was one of her fans who first alerted her to the sex doll in 2019 by sending her a link to a forum where there was a discussion. Uh, hang on. Site keeps jumping up and down and everywhere around. I'm excited. One second. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah. Uh, by sending her a link to a forum where there was a discussion about initial work on the toy. At the time, I thought they were talking about my head prototypes. And a few months later, it was a sex doll for sale. Then I realized the scale of it and what was going on. The Yale head was priced at $420 in 2019. A full iron check doll complete with Yale head is currently being marketed on websites for $1,400. Um, so there we go. And hmm. there's links there. Now, I, I did look at the website. Um, that you did. You it's, well, I had to for research, like literally for research purposes. And um, there's a lot of creepy stuff on that website. You know, like I, like I think we've had this discussion before in that because I know the story came up before how some sex doll companies were offering the service where you could have a doll created in uh, your favorite movie star, your favorite pop star. Yeah. Um, even like if you sent them pictures of like uh, an ex-partner or somebody who you were interested in but but didn't get any attention back from, you know, like all this creepy kind of stuff going on. And yeah. then there were some websites who were like, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll do all that kind of stuff. But we're getting too many requests uh, for smaller dolls. Let's call them uh. that look that look younger. So there's a lot of kind of I, I won't say questionable stuff on the website. Like you can get like short dolls and you can get like small dolls, but they're they're obviously made to look adult, just smaller yeah. versions of adults. If you know what I mean. And I know that's what children are, but they don't look like children. <laughs> is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. But there's still like it's 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 kind of that it's it's that weird thing of you know if somebody's just buying this thing this this sex doll and there's no I don't think there should be any stigma around it because sex toys are sex toys regardless of you know i suppose what what, what shape or, or design they take mm-hmm. but i think we asked this question before if, if a sex doll is made in the image of uh, a child let's face it should that be made and should somebody be legally allowed to own it because it's not a real child? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But, it's like the point is this it's it's a little bit plastic. But in the same in the same kind of vein. No, that no, it's not. Uh uh I, I, look, I, it's not like one of those things where I'm like asking for a friend. <laughs> but uh <laughs> <laughs> would, would it make you feel uncomfortable at him? Yes, I would. Yeah, 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 me too. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, me too. Yeah, I do. I, do. I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> but and there's a lot of websites who are like, you know, we're, we're, we're not going to model dolls like that. We're not going to sell those kinds of dolls. And there's other sites that are like, it's just a doll, you know. Yeah. It's just a doll. Um, but having said all of that, I think if you're, if you're an Instagram model and if you're, it's not that you have to expect this kind of stuff. But I remember years ago, um, there was uh, a porn website who had gotten into trouble because they were selling DVDs, but they were using um, kind of like pop stars images to sell them. So there was one in particular where it was like a compilation DVD. But the, at the, and this is going back, this is going back like 20 years, like at the time, even more than 20 years, like there was pictures of All Saints, the pop band All Saints on it. Oh my God. So like, 
it, but it was marketed to an Asian kind of audience. So if you clicked on this, you wouldn't know that it was All Saints. But of course, people in in Europe, UK, and Ireland click on it and it's going, "Oh my God, All Saints is a porn." <laughs> all of them? Yeah, all of them apparently. Class. All of them. Um, <laughs> so like, it's just it's one of those things where. You know, it's in China and they're just, you know, like the thing about it is that like a pop star to us is a pop star to us. But in China, it, it's not. It's like a Chinese pop star to us. Like you wouldn't be able to pick them out of a lineup. You wouldn't know who they were. Yeah. So I think I because they look like, <laughs> say, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Like... See, you said that. We all know you were a fan of casual racism, unlike me. But, uh, you know. It's like the band BTS. It's like 12 lads or whatever it is. And like they, but they really do. They all look they the same hairstyle, the same kind of yeah. the clothing that they have them in. It's like they really all just look like, except for like maybe the color of their hair. It's mad. It's yeah. weird, like clones. I can't. Uh, I, I I can't. Um, I imagine that if Jedward had first appeared in, say, South Korea fifteen years ago, instead of you know on our on Irish TV, it was it X Factor or something they they appeared on? Yeah. That they will be bigger because beat because all those kind of K-pop bands, they they are they do just behave like Jedward. It's all like, hey man, and you know, check me on on Instagram and get me on TikTok, and that's all it is. It's that stupid kind of yeah, juvenile so cool, attitude. So awesome, peace out. Okay, all right, take later, yeah. all right, peace out. And yeah, it's just this androgynous. It's just it's un, It's it's just it's it's a bizarre thing that I don't understand. It's <laughs> hugely popular, yeah. but I think if if you're in the public eye, you kind of you shouldn't have to accept it. But a certain amount of this should be expected, I suppose. Like like your likeness is going to be used for things, and some of the things you'll catch, and some of the things you won't catch. Um, you know, I think if anything, this this Chinese sex doll company should learn is just don't. Put somebody's name and social media linked to it. Yeah, you know what I mean, like if if you want to have, um, a Scarlett Johansson sex doll or an Emma Watson sex doll, whoever whoever is still trending as like you know, the the, the internet you know, Hottie. sweetheart or whatever, you know, you can you can you market it that way, but don't don't say this is Emma Watson sex doll because you're going to get so many peeps going. Which version of Emma Watson is this a sex doll? Oh, God. Oh, God. Do you know but what I mean? But I'm guessing that they're there because your one has like 1.1 million uh, followers. So they're hopping on that like instant audience and kind of going, just throw on our website. And like when, when, when she sues us, we'll go, okay, yeah, there's, there's your money, but we've made so much more in like the past six months yeah. before you knew what we were doing. It's like, and I see that's the thing because like if there's one point one million followers and the conversion rate is maybe two or three percent, maybe four percent if we're being like generous. Yeah. You know, so like that's 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 a few hundred dollars. And they're priced, you know, like years ago. Like when they started making these things first, they were like twenty grand or something. Mm. Like they're they're about like they're cheaper than a new iPhone. So if if you're that way inclined and you want a sex doll and your favorite influencer has a version of a sex doll. Are you going to drop the price of an iPhone on it? I think you might. <laughs> drop more than that, isn't it? Blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Get the Windex. Yeah. Clean this off. Just just a couple of wet wipes. You know, we don't really need Windex. Just a couple of wet wipes. I don't know. I, and, I don't know how to clean. Well, you should really keep your sex doll clean, Adam, because it's a breeding ground. 
or um, bacteria. <laughs> I'm a fun guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet you are. Just keeping the shower cube. Next story. Sorry. <laughs> it's just, just, just going in the bathroom, just hosing down every now and again. You know, prison style. Yeah. Next story. Chinese woman stuck in lockdown with a blind date. So this story has been doing the rounds. Um, and I think it's, I think it's kind of funny, you know, because it's just, I, I'll go into the story. Uh, a swift COVID-19 lockdown in China has reportedly led a woman to getting stuck at the house of a man she met on a blind date. Oh, she's in his house. A woman, oh, yeah, God. A woman, <laughs> a woman only identified as Miss Wang. So it was only one letter off. Because the caption yeah. I, for people, people not watching the video, and you should be watching the video on YouTube, by the way, uh, the caption I have there is Wang on so many levels. You know. I was on. I was only. I was only one letter off. It's not really racist. It's kind of borderline. Ah, you know, I think it is. Uh, you know, in this day and age, it's probably, we're probably awful. We're probably like inhumane ah, look, fuckers. This day and age, you can't look, look. Anyway, doesn't matter. Nobody's watching. Uh, a, wo- <laughs> a woman who identified as Miss Wang posted on Chinese social media platform WeChat last week that she had got locked down with her date. After visiting his house for a meal, in the post she said that she had recently returned to the city of Zhengzhou uh, from Guangzhou instead of the Lunar New Year, uh, ahead of the Lunar New, uh, New Year. Uh, I'm getting quite old, so my parents arranged more than 10 blind dates for me, she said in the post. Jeez. She wrote that her fifth date uh, had said he was good at cooking and inviting me to his house so he could cook a meal. Lots of COVID dates started off like that. Yeah. You know, can't, can't go anywhere. We're locked down. Come over and we'll have, we'll have a meal. However, during the meal, she discovered that her date's community had gone into swift lockdown due to cases of COVID-19 and ended up being unable to leave the house for several days. Uh, Miss Wang told media on Sunday that she had been stuck for four days at her date's house and the situation was not ideal. Oh, of course it wasn't. It's like, mm, this isn't great now. Yeah. Like, it's, it's one of those things where, um, like, have you have you ever been on a blind date? No, I was on a blind date years ago, like years ago, probably when I was like maybe nineteen or twenty, and it <laughs> it was awkward because we turned up to um, just agreed to meet in a pub for a couple of drinks, and we turned up and instantly her face said, "Ah, oh, fuck!" <laughs> You're like, "Oh." And I thought I'd salvage it with my charm and wit, you know, which usually does me so well. Oh, of course, yeah. Because as we've discussed numerous times, and because, um, you know, you know this as well, is that uh, I don't do well with small talk. So small talk along with, um, you know, a date just, uh, just, just never goes well. So, for the, so, like, she proceeded to drink a lot. Like, at one point, I, I, one point I went to the toilet, and she had ordered a double round. And I thought, oh, well, she must be getting into it. She ordered a double round. And the barman came back and went, uh, you have to pay for that. So she'd ordered a load of drink and just waited for me to come back so I had to pay for Ah, uh, it's good. It's <laughs> like, I'm getting something out of this. And it's drunk. Yeah, you have a good time. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like so much drinks. Uh, yeah, so happy. 
I want to go. But pay drinks. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I th- I think I I mean it, it either lasted four hours or just felt like four hours. <laughs> I can't genuinely remember which one. Uh, all four I is know pretty is, good. <laughs> all I know is I could hear the sound of her deleting my number all over the internet. Ah, nice. But uh, fucking hell, yeah. So I just imagine that if that had gone like if that had been in somebody's house and it went into lockdown. You know, and it's easy. It's like if we, if it happened here, it'd be like, well, I'll just go home. You know, yeah. Because like, who's gonna stop me going home? But imagine in China, it was like you can't go out because there's probably marshes everywhere, and it's probably like probably like a serious lockdown. Oh God! Was it like um, a community lockdown? So yeah, it probably was just everyone watching. Oh God! Yeah. Like uh, think well, you should. Yeah. Like, guess we're gonna have sex. <laughs> but it was like fucking. I mean, like, oh. Uh, she added that her date had cooked every day for her while they were stranded together. Um, she added though that he doesn't speak much. Well, he's probably gone through his repertoire of of jokes and and recipes. Yeah, you know? all his small talk. It's like, yeah. Oh, okay. He's thinking also Netflix and chill. He obviously, and he probably hasn't farted in four days either. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, they probably live in a cubicle. It's like, uh my kitchen turns into the bathroom, so um wanna get out yeah. so I can get in. Thanks. I got a shit. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's, it's unclear whether she still remains stuck at her date's house. <laughs> we don't know if she's still trapped there. We just got a basic story and fucked up. Oh god, well, that's um, terrible. There have been more than hundred cases of COVID in this province over the last week. Um so that goes down. So that's basically so she's still we don't know if she's still there. <laughs> that's it. That's the story. She's there for at least that's four story. days. And how is she? Uh-huh. But is that a picture <laughs> of her there? That's her there, yeah. And uh, her parents are saying she's getting old. She looks ten. She I know, yeah. Well this is, she looks ten, but you know um how do I say this without sounding incredibly racist? No, it's okay. I I, I just, Asians tend to look younger than than, than us Western hobbits. How about that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fli- I flipped it. How about that? There we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, she does look like she like look. Well, it's a different culture. Like like to us, she doesn't look too old. But in in China, it's like you, know, you got to get married. You got to find a man. You know, it's not as if it's not as if it's going to be short of choice. Like, is, isn't the population in China like something like eight to one, like males to females? Well, I think you move. She doesn't like have a China man. <laughs> I think they call Asian Americans these days. I don't know. <laughs> Even though he was born and raised in Beijing, and they're Asian Americans. <laughs> yeah, where are you from? Can't, can't say Chinaman anymore. The, the, the preferred is Asian American. <laughs> where are you from? Kenya. Also, oh, African American. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, now. There you go. She, I mean, to me, she just looks too old, but you know. You never know. She's she, she's that famous now. She could find herself on a sex doll website next week. Is that the four days that your man probably feels that ninety? Like, ah, let me out. Here's the thing: is that after the first day, like I, I look after the first ten minutes, you know whether or not this date is going well, right? So, yeah. if she's gone over to, to be to be served a home cooked meal, 
she might stay out of politeness to finish the meal and then think, you know, I'll say, you know, it, it was fine and we might do it again and then just like not go and see him again. Yeah. If you're stuck there for four days and he doesn't talk much, well, then that might be the thing where he's not feeling the date and it's like, well, I can't kick out because of COVID, but what are we going to do? Yeah, the guy, the guy isn't talking anymore because she's not taking her clothes off. He's gone. So I guess you're stuck here with me. Maybe we should, um, huh? 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 Yeah. And she's like, no. Like, fine, fuck you. And so he, so, <laughs> he just feeds her as like a pet and goes, there, where are you going? I'm going out to be balcony. <laughs> so what you're saying is she should just uh, take her clothes off and suck it up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, isn't that what you're saying? That, yeah, that's, that's what awful. you're saying. That's awful. <laughs> but that's what you're saying, though. You're saying, Listen, just, 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 just take your clothes off. I'm saying he probably um, chat more. I'm saying he probably gave up on you. He wasn't. He thought I'm not a winner here. <laughs> it, she she has to stay with me, and then she's like, no. So he's like, well, fuck it. I'm not. I'm not going to make the effort. If you're not going to make the effort, I'll feed you because I have to keep you alive. But balls, like, <laughs> I have to keep you alive. I mean, look, she's probably going to starve to death. You know, it's as easy to cook for two as it is for one. You know, they're, they're very manly. The Asians. She's not going to just start making toast. The old Asians are very manly, aren't they? They are. Yeah. In general, as a race I'm going to get that in a t-shirt for you. <laughs> the old Asians are very the manly, old Asians, aren't they? Great bunch of lads. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you. Huh? Brilliant. Anyway, there you go. Uh, imagine being stuck with like a stranger in, in there. Because in there. Like, you know me. I, I'm, like, I'm like the anomaly. I don't get on well with people I'm meeting the first time. Like, it's really up to the other person how well our relationship goes from the first meeting. You know, which is, which is incredibly, which is incredibly, you know, conceited on my part. But that's yeah. not how I, 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 that's not how I, I put myself out there. It's just like, you know, if somebody, <laughs> it's going to sound horrible. If somebody Say shows it. me that it's like, it's not just pleasantries and, you know, they want to actually, you know, strike up a genuine conversation or, you know, have a, try and find some common interest or whatever. Yeah. I'm all for it. But if the small talk goes to um, anything that I don't have an interest in, I immediately, all senses, all doors just get shut. Okay. Right? So the second somebody mentions football, you're dead to me. But they don't. if it's the first time meeting you, they don't know. They're making a kind oh, of a generalization. It's, it's, it's like, it's so never who, who the person's think? fault. Yeah. <laughs> who do you think's up for the cup this year? Huh? No. Oh, do you not follow sport? No. Oh, well, we, we can talk. Oh, you're gone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's never the other person's fault. Because all they're doing is making small talk. Yeah. Right? And all they're, all they're trying to do is find a common ground as well. You know, a common interest, uh, something to talk about. But any kind of sport or politics, I'm like, ah, uh, no. <laughs> it's never their fault. And I'm never going to, I'm never going to explain it. I'm never going to be like, eh, shh, shut the fuck up. Don't talk about football. Because <laughs> right? I've learned from experience saying that is worse than not saying anything at all. I, I I always think fun of it when you just go, I don't support anybody. And let them go, oh, I don't support Just have a bit more of a life. Can you name every team in the Premiership? Of course I can. Yeah, I've got other things to be doing. Yeah, yeah. Like, one time I went in to buy, uh, probably last year, in between lockdowns, I ventured into Dublin to buy a couple of comics in a comic book uh, shop. Yeah. Which I generally hadn't done. I'd buy them, 
If I'm buying them at all, I buy them online. If I'm getting any collectibles, I get them online. I said, I'll go into a shop, you know. And I said, if there's anybody, because, you know, I would imagine that it's like a football supporter going into their favorite team's shop to buy, like, the latest kit or whatever. You're going to find somebody yeah. in there and you might strike up a conversation about what's happening in the season or whatever. I don't know. So I figured out I might have some common ground with somebody. And I was in there and I was browsing and everything's going fine. And one customer went to go strike up a conversation with the guy behind the, the, the counter about Batman. And then my ears picked up. I was like, I can weigh in on this conversation. No problem at all. And uh, But then he got he got too nerdy for me. Oh. He got he got really nerdy for me. He was like, I can't buy a comic by this artist because the shade of blue that they chose to use for Batman's costume is just completely derivative. And I'm like, get the fuck. That's mental. That's just like, and the man behind the counter was was humoring him because there's a potential sale in it. Yeah. So I'm like, but I'm like, oh man, I would have been, str- I would have just like picked anything up random off the shelf just to go and join this conversation because it would have been in my element. But I'm not going to stand there and talk about the political reasons between the shades of blue. <laughs> just not going it is, that's mental. Uh, so yeah, small talk. It's never the other person's fault. It's always my fault. But it's up to the other person to make the effort. Which is why there's so few people in my life. So it's fantastic. You know? <laughs> I'm so glad I'm one of them. Well, look. You are one of those nice people who put the effort in. You just didn't know what you're putting the effort in. Or, and now you think it maybe. Because I hate losing. Oh, Matt's not really fucking <laughs> friends with me. Hey, you. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah, Grant. We're friends now. Uh, what? I'm going to fucking call you. Bye. Maybe you're impressed by my aggressiveness. <laughs> well, I was just like, man, I haven't said anything in, in, in an hour, and he's, he's, he's still hanging around. I'll probably, I'll probably strike up a conversation one day. <laughs> That's it. I'm just relentless. <laughs> all right. All right. And now, Matt, is it? And now, Matt, yeah. And now here we are doing a podcast. Yeah. Uh, what's this now? Uh, uh, well, that's my stories. There we go. Uh, we do one of your stories. Fuck yeah! So, police officers officers fired for ignoring LA robbery in progress to play Pokemon Go. So let's get the first bit. So, two police officers uh, from LA Police Department were fired for ignoring robbery in progress playing Pokemon Go, according to recently released court documents. The men. Louis Lozano and Eric Mitchell lost their appeal against multiple counts of misconduct, which had in part been based on recording of them in the car, digital in car video system, recording, uh, captured them willfully uh, abdicating their duty to assist a commanding officer's response to robbery in progress and playing a Pokemon mobile phone game while on duty. According to the court, the documents published on Friday, the incident occurred on a busy Saturday, to April 2017, when a uh, call came in about a robbery with multiple suspects in progress at a Macy's department store. Instead of responding to the call, Lozano and Mitchell, who a commanding officer spotted in a police car, tucked back in an alley just feet away from Macy's, started to back up down the alley away from the, away from the robbery in an initial <laughs> investigation, and stated they could hear the, the radio. But the commanding officer uh, then reviewed the video to find out what they were, uh, what their average day in receiving the video and discovered that they had heard the radio call and agreed to ignore the officer responding to it rather than assist them. It, it goes on, but uh, basically, <laughs> they're looking for Pokemon. 
I just remind you of that film of I've seen Let's Be Cops. No. Let's be cops. <laughs> so they, they, they apply and they train and do it all. But they're just in it like for like car chases and to play the siren, wear the uniform, get the gun. And it's like are you, are you actually gonna be like you're gonna help the public? It's like, nah. Nah. It's like and uh, what does it say? During the period the men uh, the men caught two rare Pokemon, a Snorlax and a Tragetic. <laughs> Although it is not so clear what <laughs> they they think of going high five just going, fucking nailed it. Dude, a fucking robbery. Ah Scant. Towns insured. <laughs> but it's just the were apprehended by their colleagues. Uh, these guys are going to be uh, going to be so jealous, he said later before remarking, I got you a new Pokemon today, dude. <laughs> they're not policemen. They're, they're teenagers. The men's, appeal, the men's appeal against termination of their employment was denied and they are found to have lied about missing the radio call for the robbery in progress. This is the latest example of, of augmented reality game. Yeah. Oh, I mean... Part of me wants to be like, oh, policemen should just be doing their job. But on the other side, I'm like, I mean, if that's your thing, you know, and it's just like, I can imagine me, imagine me being in the car. Like, it's, it's the same that was me and you, right? And we yeah. were policemen officers, right? And we were sitting there and we were playing Pokemon Go. And then suddenly, two rare Pokemon run across our phone screen at the same time as a robbery comes in. You know how that conversation is going to go. Because you know I'm going to be like, dude, we've been waiting months for these two Pokemon and here they are. And you're, like, you're going to be like, yeah, but there's a robbery in progress. And we're like, just say we didn't hear it. Ah. Uh, you know, I, I have to leave the car. Because you'd probably be driving. So I'd be like, dude, go, 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 go. Like, yeah, I'm getting them. I'm getting them. Not the fucking Pokemon. The fucking the robbery, robbery. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, so, ah. Uh, ah. Uh, did you hear that? Just be like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's that weird thing where, like, I downloaded the game from the PlayStation. Um, it's a platform called Sackboy, and it's like a platformer. But of course, the platformers you, like, you go around the level, and you have to collect things, and there's just hidden things, and there's trophies, and there's achievements, and there's everything else. Yeah. So, just to pass the time, I'm doing that whole thing where I won't move on to the next level until I've collected everything in the in the in the first level. Oh, God. So I, I'm kind of sympathizing with these two police officers going, it can become all-consuming when <laughs> all you want to do is get that, is get that little tiny dopamine rush of, oh, I got them, you know, <laughs> over the fact somebody <laughs> might be getting robbed. Oh, Jesus, that would oh, piss me off. Yeah, it could piss me off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it piss you off a lot more not to get that Pokemon. You know how rare some of those Pokemon are? It's, it's the idea of hiding the car. It's like, whoa. Oh God! Good on you. <laughs> Don't press the siren by accident. Oh Jesus! Just yeah. I I, under, I, I mean, understand gaming rushes, but if it's gonna distract you from yeah. doing that kind of thing, <laughs> also, oh my baby, know, my baby! Come, what's wrong with you? <laughs> is your baby a fucking charmander? Is he? I don't think he is. <laughs> Is that a squirtle, is he? Is he near a squirtle? <laughs> Big spectacle! Fuck Mewtwo. up! I'll be right over there with the Mewtwo. <laughs> no one's got Mewtwo. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. Look, also, if, if you're going to skive off work, make sure there's no cameras recording. 
And, yeah. That, that one just reminds me of like um, the, 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 the fake taxi porn channel. Where it's like, oh, I know. I mean, you see that camera, the security camera's recording all the time, and you're already sucking me cops, so why not they're just recording you? Yeah. I'm playing this here for the lads. Yeah. Just keep going. Bend over there in this awkward position and just. There you are, wink at me. Also, also, I just, just come into my head. I see these ads online and on TV now for um, actually in the cinema as well. Uh, to not share uh, intimate images without consent of the person who's in them, which I, f- I fully agree with. Yeah. I fully agree with, right? Uh, however, however, yeah, and I say this to all men out there, because while I'm, I'm sure that there are women who instigate or even float the idea of, of recording stuff and taking pictures and video, this is generally going out to men, right? Uh, just don't share the shit. Don't share the shit. So, which which will bring me around to women now. Women, if if your partner says we just record it, it's just for me, just say no. Yeah. He, he doesn't need a video of you sucking his cock. He doesn't need one because if it's just for him, then just be in the moment and just enjoy the blowjob. You know, yeah. just just like being at a concert or a live performance of anything. You know, put the phone down and enjoy the performance, enjoy the activity. You know, also, if he says he's not going to share it, he's definitely going to share it. You're going to share this. You won't no. even have finished gargling with Listerine before it's already in the WhatsApp group chat. <laughs> of the football team. So, yeah, yeah, lads, look at that. Just, just, just don't allow him to, to share it, Paul, because it's just... Just, just... <laughs> I'm going to go back to Reagan in the 80s. Just say no. Just say no. Lovely. Uh, next story. Next. So, black box that could record collapse of civilization set to be installed on Earth. Black box was set to be built in the west coast of Tasmania will be connected to the internet and will record information to help future civilization if humanity suffers a major apocalyptic event. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. it's like Can I, just, I just have, I, 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 I know you want to, I, I know you, I'm just going to be like skipping through this and stuff. I have a couple of yeah. questions already. Yeah. Um, like it says installed on Earth. Yeah. As if like um, our options yeah. are wider than that. I, I know. It's like, <laughs> is there is there a power source on the moon or Mars? Yeah. It's like, of course, it's not. Well, I mean, I suppose, I suppose there are options. I mean, if you want to, you want to piggyback uh, on one of Elon Musk's Starlink broadband things, you know, you could put the black box up there because that's connected to the internet. I'd be able to record everything. And if there was an apocalyptic event, then it wouldn't be really affected open space, would it? Yeah. Well, again, of course, the, the thing then, is, of course, then the, the argument is, is that uh, how would civilizations learn from that in the future if it was in space? True. And the point is that. We are the we are the aircraft, and this is our black box, just holding okay. all the information and everything updated. But all our um, it's more about. I'll just read it. Scientists warning about global heating yeah. have been ignored for years, pointing fear that the future of humanity is increasingly uncertain. More and more, we are seeing deadly weather events such as fires, floods, extreme heat, and droughts, although causing catastrophes across the globe. Global warming is behind many of the problems we now face such as rising sea levels and plastic pollution. In order to record this data, Earth is set to get a black box which will track climate change and man-made climate disasters. 
and possibly record civilization's downfall. So, you know, it's a happy story. It is similar to the Black Box's res- uh, rescue crews who recover from wreckage planes or whatever happened and helped the future civilizations to the same fate. So, it just goes on uh, record- recording weather, recording everything, recording uh, COP meetings of like every- all- everything that was kind of said and what they're deciding to do. So, if, if everything fails, uh, a new civilization can kind of okay. Well, we'll start from there. Or these are the mistakes they made, and these are the ideas they had. So let's go straight into wind power. Let's go straight into using the oceans. Let's go straight into not using uh, plastics instead of kind of going. Oh, I got plastic here. That's a fucking age. It's been ruined. Everything. Or coal that burns. So the, yeah, that's the and point. I understand the point of it, and it's. But on the other side of that, there would also be the records of how much money people made from fossil fuels and plastics and blah, blah, blah. like well they're just gonna make loads of money again uh yeah but also uh just in the picture that's on there um uh, you watch it on the video like uh, is that that's not the picture of the black box because it hasn't been installed yet has it yeah it's kind of <laughs> that looks like it looks like the black box but they haven't scaled it yet <laughs> it's just it looks, teetering you know, on the edge of you know what it looks like do you know what it looks like? It looks like the uh, the installation in the Utah desert that just appeared and disappeared without any kind of trace. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that looks like it big. looks exactly like that. It's laid on its side, but it's that, like, it looks like you know, there's no context. So you can't even see proper scale or anything in it, but no, that's no, what it looks like. Lower. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's something there to it. Maybe not though. I still haven't heard anything about that Utah uh, installation. That was like it just it appeared it's and disappeared without any, and still nobody has has put their hands up and gone. Hey, that was me, and it was for this. Uh, maybe the person did do a comment. That's a silly. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to. I don't do this. Like yeah, but was... then just just release like a simple story of well, we did it just to see what the reaction was, and here's the reaction. So um, yeah. Well, what you have to do is, if you want to find out who put it up, say that you did it. Just going to go, who's in that video? Who put it in? Oh, sorry, yeah, that was me. Oh, you put it up and you got rid of it. Actually, I only put it up. I didn't get rid of it. And then someone's going to come yeah, out yeah. going, actually, no, you didn't. We put it up. We fucking did it. I was in there, you fucking dickheads. I know it and I lied. Well, you, you need, like, a plausible reason as to why you put it up there. You're like, because I could, I could just go on Reddit now and be like, hey, remember that thing in Utah? I did it. And then instantly you're going to get people going, how, why, who paid for it? Uh, you know, you have to provide proof, or you're full of shit, and then instantly it'll be found out. You know, it wouldn't even be, there wouldn't even be two comments under the thread, and it'll be found out. So you're a millionaire, and you're just like, I'll reward anyone who can tell me how I did it and what it's made of. Ah, oh, because then some could come out and go, I did it. Here's the proof. Here's all the documentation, and I wouldn't have the money to pay them, and then I'd be called a fraud. I know, maybe you get away with it when you're afraid. Like, if everyone tell me how I did it, it's like, no, you didn't do it, blah, 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 blah. Also, well, I'm not giving you money because I didn't do it. Booyah! Bazinga! <laughs> <laughs> In your face, motherfucker! I, w- I, would, I, would, I would love to know what story was that. Is it annoying, yeah. is it? No, not, it doesn't keep me awake at night, but I'm just like, what was it? You know? <laughs> what the fuck was that, Native? 
Yeah, exactly. What was that for? Explain it to me. I need to know. Um, by the way, if anyone meets me out in the real world and wants to tell me what that thing was, that'd be a perfect small talk icebreaker. Yeah, sorry, small talk. It's an actual topic that you're picking to, to talk about. It's not like the weather. We're going, oh, yeah, how's things? It's like, you know, Monolith, I got fucking news for you, son. Let's sit down and talk. Let's record this motherfucker. Yeah, but like, like, and that's why I'm saying, I suppose my point is small talk is pointless. You know, just, just get right to, you know, a topic. <laughs> but, but, but that's what people do to you, and you go, you go, ah. Uh, here we go. So uh, football. Because uh, 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 usually their topic is, and I know it's, I know small talk by its very nature is small, but it's like people's usual thing is sport, weather, politics. I'm like, I don't care about any of that stuff. No, they're not good ones. You know. Oh, sorry, big move on. I'm obviously boring you. No, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm still so. I'm still actually in pain and tired for the last few days. Oh. So it's like, ah. Uh, and I was still getting up at the same time. I didn't really sleep in. Uh, just, I'll say what's uh, this thing we measured. Measurements, uh, oh God, two types of data. Measurements of the land and sea temperatures, ocean acidification, atmospheric CO2, spe- uh, species extinction, land use changes, as well as human population, military spending, and energy consumption. And also contextual data such as newspaper headlines, social media posts, and news from key events like the COP climate change meetings. So that's the kind of shit that's going to be saved. Yeah, so, it's basically, correct me if I'm wrong, um, a laptop. Uh, yes. Because I could collect all that same information if I was so encouraged to do so. Yeah, but if the world exploded mm-hmm. or imploded, this thing mm-hmm. is going to be still intact and maintain that information. Mm. I don't know, my laptop's fairly sturdy. <laughs> it's Nokia 3210. It's all on it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, I, look, I'm all for it. It's it's going to be look. It, it, this thing is going to be future generations' version of the Mayan calendar. That's oh, what's going to be. Yeah, you won't yeah. be able to interpret it properly. So what'll happen is, you know, there'll be like it'll be climate change, and uh, the world will just spontaneously combust one day. And then it'll be misinterpreted that somebody left a fucking oven on when they went to work. And the yeah. world just ended. Oh, what, what if like, the world does like implode or explode and that thing just floats through space and it becomes another like human civilization? But they don't know how to like use it or open it or get the information back. It's just like a big floating piece of shit. This is the thing. Like, wasn't was was one of the first kind of probes that they out in space that has, you know, information about the human race on it? Yeah, it's you know, on a record. How, how, how did they determine that? Yeah, it's on a vinyl record. What well, it, I think it's constantly playing. But like, that's that's worn out now. <laughs> <laughs> was like, so the aliens need a fucking turntable to figure out where we are? But they're so in right now. Everyone has one. <laughs> yeah, right now they're in. You know, ten years ago you wouldn't have been able to find one. I know, it's on main discs and CDs. Where did Blu-ray go? What happened to that? Blu-ray is still a thing. I can't look. Like, uh, you know what never took off, which should have taken off because they were like far superior because they didn't skip mini discs. Yeah, mini discs were amazing. Fantastic! I had one. Now it was a bit of a pain in the hole because you had to, you know, record everything manually. It's basically like you were making a mixtape every time you wanted to listen to anything. 
Yeah. Because you could never find uh, a commercially released mini discs. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, there was one shop because I remember I had Blur, the best of Blur, I think, on mini disc. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, pretty amazing. But now I can't find any of them. I can't find anything. Any of my mini discs, my, my two mini disc players, they're gone. I used to edit on them, for fuck's sake. Edit panto yeah, tracks I know, on them. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Crazy, like sitting there. And they were liable because mm. they, they didn't skip and you didn't really have to, like as soon as you press play, just play. You didn't have to spend ages searching for anything or whatever, you know. It's great. Yeah. Never took off though. Shame. Shame. Shame, shame, shame. shame. Anyway, shall we move on and do some good news? Yay, good news! Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the part of the show where we talk about happy and chirpier stuff. There won't be stories about a pervert running around in a buff. So here's just a few things that we won't talk about in this segment. War and hunger and the language won't be vulgar. Politics and naked chicks and men doing stuff with their dicks. So sit back, relax and kick off your shoes. And for once, let's just have some good news. Okay, good news. Oh, look at this for good news. Cannabinoids block cellular entry of SARS-CoV-2 and the emerging variants. Oh, my this God. be the reason why I haven't gotten it yet. <laughs> this is including, like, all that oil and stuff. What's it called? You know. CBS? Is that what's called? CBS oil? No. Uh, CBD? <clears throat> CDB. I think CBD. I sent you another thing. <laughs> well, let's... let's... <laughs> Sorry, I think I said you nothing. I said um, I did my N- NCDL, and it was supposed to be. Oh yeah. I think it's supposed to be ICDL as a course. <laughs> I think I think what I was saying was like an actual driver's license, like driving a car. But I meant to, like yeah. computer driver's license. Anyway. Oh yeah. Just remind me of it. I understood. Uh, Thanks, man. As a complement to vaccines, small molecule therapeutic agents are needed to treat or prevent infections by severe acute respiratory syndrome, coronavirus, and its variants, uh, which cause COVID-19. Affinity selection, mass spec... Oh, fucking hell, I should have read this before I tried to read it now. Uh, mass spectrometry was used for the discovery of botanical... Oh, look, basically, read, uh, stop getting COVID. That's, that's all I took from that. <laughs> ah, look, I'm not a doctor today. Uh, smoke weed, it, it kills, it kills ours. <laughs> look, I'm, I'm not a full time reader of, of words, as we all know. Uh, cannabinoid acids from hemp uh, were found to be allosteric as well as orthosteric. Uh, fuck, I don't understand any of the stuff that I'm saying. Right? Mm. All, I, all I know is, is the headline is that cannabinoids block cellular entry. Of SARS-CoV-2 and the emerging variants. So there you go. And there's there's loads of people who've done science. Now I know this goes against everything that I've said in previous stories, and that scientists don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. But um, you know, there's loads of 
uh, numbers and um, uh, full stops and brackets and yeah, yeah, yeah. syllables. Diagrams. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's, there's diagrams there. Look, there's, there's a diagram there. It's this little, there's a little, there's a little weed leaf. And there's an arrow pointing over to uh, some scientific formulas. And then yeah. another arrow which leads over to block cell entry. So, you know, that's all I need. Give me the pictures. No. That's it. CBDA. Lovely. It's the worst. Yeah, so there you go. Ever. That's probably why I haven't that's probably why I haven't gotten it yet, because you know, there ain't no COVID getting through any amount of weed. <laughs> that uh edibles. Yeah. Lovely. There you go. If that's not good news, I don't know what is. You know, this should be legalized and taxed and regulated. I, 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 don't, I still don't think it's going to happen in my lifetime, but um, I, don't, I think it will. I don't know. Like, it's, it's still, it depends on. You see, here's what we need, right? Uh-huh. Is that we need a referendum, and I don't think the referendum would go as well as past referendums have. Uh, you know, it's generally the people who go out and vote are um, are older, and you know, opinions towards drugs in the older generation is not what it is in the younger generations. Or even in our middle generation. Yeah, but I wonder if it was yeah. like when you say like you're prone as like selling weed and smoking drugs and like mm-hmm. you know getting high, that doesn't do it. But if you say it's CBD oil and it helps cure, um, uh, what do you call it, like convulsions and all that kind of stuff, and it calms the nerves and mm-hmm. it actually helps with mental and neurological diseases, you're gonna go. Ah, okay. You know, you don't want to get high. No, no, man, it's medical. The uh, coma. Ah, yeah, that sounds, yeah. That sounds good. Well, you see, look, this is what happened in, in, in a lot of places that they legalized the for medicinal use. Uh-huh. And then there was, there was people coming in going, oh, yeah, I totally have a glaucoma. And they're going, you don't even know what that is, but I have it. You know, so it's like it's, it's like going to your doctor going, can you just say I have glaucoma so I can get some medical grade weed, please? You know, but if they just if they just legalize it, like Amsterdam has been like it was one of the first places, and you know, their society hasn't collapsed. I know. You know, I know they have Portugal that's legalized everything, heroin, cocaine, meth, everything, everything's legalized. Where is that? Portugal. Really? Yeah, everything's decriminalized, legalized. I don't really know what the difference is between the two, but. Uh, Basically, you can go and you, like it's not illegal to be a user of, of any of those drugs. You know, it's all legalized. It's all, it's all, uh, it's all above board. And their society hasn't collapsed either. Yes. You know. Um. And just especially with like because like you have alcohol in Ireland, which still has a hold on so many people, and then you have the minimum pricing which came in uh, last week, which yeah. has so many people upset, and apparently his has affected alcohol sales um, negatively, which is kind of what they wanted, but they also thought it was going to push people into the pubs, and it's not. You know? Because all that's going to happen is, if, if if you really want that that cheap drink, it's still cheaper to go and buy something in the supermarket as it is to go and have a feed or drink in a restaurant or a bar or a club or whatever. Yeah. Know? But, uh, just legalize weed. I'd happily, I'd happily pay tax on weed. Just... just you know, stop having me going to meet people in dingy car parks. You know, just so I can have a couple of joints. You know, legalize it and I'll pay tax on it and just walk into a shop and say, hey, I'd like that one, please. That's it. That's all you need. It was so, it was, it was so easy when I was like, the, 
one time I went to Amsterdam. And all, I was there in Amsterdam for a week. And all I did was buy two joints. I, walked, I queued up outside a, 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 a weed place. You get given a menu. It describes exactly what effect each strain has on you. You pick what you want and you buy it. And I'm not even a proper stoner. I can't roll the joint. I use a pipe. So even when I went and he was like, oh, yeah, I can sell you this amount. I was like, well, can you roll two joints for me? You know, like a loser. And he went, yes, of course I can. He rolled me two joints. I paid the money and I left. Cool. Like, just, just how easy it should be. You know? Yeah. But anyway, I'm biased, I know. But there we go. Scientific studies have that hamsters get drunk and cannabis stops COVID. <laughs> Some things are happening. Some positive things are happening. I bet you, I bet you that won't be recorded in the fucking black box. <laughs> Gotta smoke more. It's not diseases like SARS. What's lots of porn? Uh, that's my story. Hey, your story? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Let's let's do this then. Former big issue seller is now CEO of multi-million-pound company, but still wears his vendor bag. So a man who used to be homeless and sell the big issue now runs his own multi-million business and now selling magazines means he'll always keep his feet on the ground and remain humble. Philip Waltham was a big issues vendor for three years in London after running away from his home in Hull when he was just a teen. Waltham found himself sleeping rough in the capital, uh, in the capital and started to sell the magazine to help fund his £30 a day drug habit. However, he was... £30, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. I always will look at these figures. £30 a day drug habit. Yeah. Right. It's getting it must like, be heroin. Yeah. That's what I'm guessing. You know, and, and that's £210 a week, which is about €250 Euro a week. Like, just on heroin. I guess like, he spent something on food. Imagine tax you make on that. <laughs> I'm sure he did. But, you know, like, and also, um, I, don't th- I don't think you sell that many big issues. They're also not called big issues anymore. It's just called issues. Is it? Um, yeah. Well, it, it, it is here anyway. I don't know if it's the same in the UK. Um, but here it's called issues. £30 a day just just for drugs when you're homeless. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, uh, sorry. That's right. Uh, however, he was able to beat his addiction after being offered help from big issue distributors. Bottom 44 says his time selling the magazine helped him develop the business acumen he used to set up his own sustainable fashion business, Bulk Vintage Wholesale which turns over a whopping £9 million a year and helps to tackle the problem of fast fashion. Bottom said, the big issue helped me put money in the back pocket and feed myself. They really did help me so much. They taught me how to respect myself, taught me how to budget my money and how important a roof was. I have, uh, had to have money to buy big issues so I could sell big issues and that taught me how to budget. The thing that saved my life in selling second-hand clothes and I wouldn't be here right if... Wait, hang on. The thing that has saved my life is selling second-hand clothes, and I wouldn't be here right if it wasn't for the big issue and my discovery of second-hand clothes. Bottom said he took the skills, and he said the big issue. So, yeah, basically, he took what he learned from selling the big issue and put it towards second-hand clothes, because he figured people are just, like, constantly just rehashing clothes. This one, give them to me. I'll sell them. And, of course, people go, oh, that is so vintage. That is so vintage. Give me your clothes. Right. He's like, yep, that's 50 yeah. quid. 
What? Yeah. It's good for him. There you go. Fantastic. Uh, I like hearing that because we were speaking that last year, we were speaking at a charity in Dublin, a homeless charity, and the guy that started the charity uh, was homeless himself. Jeez. So he'd gone from, he'd obviously turned himself, his, his life around and, and, you know, was able to turn, you know, his experience and, and all that kind of stuff in, into a charity, a homeless yeah. charity to help others. And uh, it's a massive operation. Uh, it takes a huge amount of work and everybody was volunteers. Everyone understood what the story was. Uh, so it's, it's great when you hear stories like this, people turn their lives around. Um, and now he can easily afford 30 quid a day for drugs, which is, which is good. Yeah. It's got all up his nose and into his veins. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Huh? Yeah. So no, drugs and yeah. prostitutes. Prostitutes that he personally knows. Oh, well, win-win. Yeah. Know. He gets a discount. Oh, he'd like to think so. Yeah. Uh, there we go. That's our, just, 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 that's our show, is it? That's it. That's our show. Well then, Adam, uh, where can people find us? First is guys at thenewsburp.com. Uh, where you'll find things to all our shows at the very bottom of the page. Oh, fuck. I don't know if we have all the stuff at the bottom of the page. I haven't seen the website in ages. So Yeah, we do. Yeah, thanks for checking in. <laughs> Sorry, but we are definitely on Twitter, at NewsBurp, uh, YouTube, Rumble, and Patreon.com. So for Patreon.com forward slash NewsBurp, you'll get the uh, the show, the video show, uh, earlier than it comes out a week uh, later. Get ad free versions of the show. Uh, you get our top five, which is our Florida man, and I oh, no, get our Patreon extras, which is our top five and our Florida man. And you get shout outs, and shout outs are running on the bottom of the screen there. But if you don't have the screen, you you have them read out by Matthew, and he says Kevin Fagan, Aaron Elgin, Fiona Cleary, Nathan Peterson, Paul Blunson, Sean Ryan, and Alexandra Henry. Thank you all so much for your support. It really does mean a whole lot. And uh, thank you so much again for listening. That's uh, that's it. We did it. <laughs> Eventually, we did, it. we did another show. Woo! Woo! Um, I, I I don't know what it's going to sound like because I'm trying a different mic. As you see on the video here, it's just it's just right here. I think it's going to sound alright. Um, but uh, I'll we'll, we'll, we'll tweak it. If not, I'll go back to the headset next week. And uh, 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 but sure. Anyway, that's our show. We've got a new Patreon now. And we'll see you next week. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. Bye.